Oh, hi, munchers. Welcome to another episode of Monday Movie Munchy Madness. This is your co-host, Michael, reminding you, as I always do, that this movie podcast contains movie spoilers. The movie we saw this week was The Beach Bum, so light up a joint and put on your flame shorts and join us on the boat, man, because we're hanging with the McConaughey again. <laughs> hey, see ya. Hey, 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 and welcome to Movie Madness Munchies Movies. I'm Nick Owen. I'm joined today by Michael Brown. Michael. Hey, hey, hey. Michael, you brought $90 million into the podcast studio, straight cash. A lot of fireworks. What is going on here? Ah, <laughs> oh, I gotta release this podcast, Nick, or I don't get this money, man. <laughs> we better get it done. My wife's dead. <laughs> My wife's dead. Oh, your wife is gorgeous. Uh, I've been sleeping with her for for years. Oh man, I don't want to hear anymore, man. <laughs> oh. Michael, that's a good, good that's joke. a good joke. Yeah. Up the whole movie really, in one joke. Yeah, that was the entire really movie. got into the movie. The movie being the Beach Bum, the Beach Bum, starring Matthew McConaughey. That was a great impression of uh, old Moon Dog. I thought you were old Moon Dog. Like, Wait, who's saying that? I thought you. Were oh, who is saying this? It's the statistician. He's joining oh, us hello, today. Hello. We're all here. Hello. We're all having a blast after oh, seeing right. the Beach Bum. A real blast. I don't know how everyone else enjoyed it, but I guarantee it's a hit with nationwide. <laughs> it's probably the best worldwide. Worldwide, <laughs> worldwide, I don't know if it's released everywhere. Uh, we'll get the stats on that, but uh, yeah, good to be here. Uh, thanks for joining us, Munchers. Um, of course, I don't remember what I came in with. <laughs> yeah, it was low. I don't wow, even know what I'm coming out with at this point. Um, talk it out. Yeah, let's yeah, talk it out. Because on one hand, it's not a very good movie <laughs> by any means. Uh, on the other, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. It was it was a little one note, but like I like that note. Yeah, <laughs> it, was it was a pretty fun. Note, it was a fun note. I would say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Like, very briefly, I thought it was going to be, like, a little depressing, but Moondog was just having too much fun. No, it just never gets there, which yeah. means there's no, like, up and down in the movie. Yeah. Which makes it a little boring, but at the same time, it's, like, kind of fun. You, you mentioned in the in the joke, a fabulous joke, uh, <laughs> that Moondog's wife died. Moondog's wife, uh, uh, Isla Fisher. Fisher. Yeah, that was a... Kitty, or Minnie. I had... That had a lot of potential to be a depressing part of the movie, but it really wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moondog and his daughter just sharing a joint at the uh, at the funeral. Yeah, they barely batted an eye. Yeah, exactly. Even the way she died was just so like, what's happening? She's <laughs> like, oh, he's just, she's dead now. Yeah. yeah. What did she say? She was like, oh, you're a fuck up or something, and she's died. He's like, what do you want to do? It was do? almost like a uh, joke. <laughs> what do you want to do? Man? She's like, I want to die. 
And then no one even tried to help her? Yeah, yeah. there wasn't a single doctor in that hospital yeah. working. I didn't he think was that... up to Moondog, and he's just like, all right, she's dead. Yeah, he was too drunk and stoned, dude. He just to walked. Care. Just walked. Like, there was someone in the other car, conceivably. Just walked away, scot-free. Oh, yeah. And not, probably, yeah. Probably manslaughter, if not third-degree murder. That was before he broke out of rehab? Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. yeah for sure. That's not why he went to rehab. No. That's <laughs> that's not even why he went to rehab. I know that's he went to rehab for trashing his own house with a bunch of bums. It wasn't technically his house at the time, unfortunately. <clears throat> yeah, not yet. Well, it was a just bunch sit, of his bum friends. Escrow. It was the bank's house, I guess. It reminded me of the uh, the final scene in the ten when they're all getting naked in the house. Oh yeah, I think there were some bums <laughs> in that party. Listen to Roberta Flack. Yeah. <laughs> How long has the Flack been going on for? Since day one. <laughs> as far as I can recall. <laughs> flack free. It's a little Flack 101. <laughs> the other thing that I liked about this movie is the soundtrack. It was fantastic. It was a good soundtrack. It's good vibes, this movie. Yeah. Overall, good vibes. It's always good vibes when Snoop Dogg's in a movie, too. Uh, yeah, Snoop, he really liked uh, Isla Fisher. Yeah, he did. I mean, can you blame the guy? <laughs> no, of course not. I have a fun fact. Snoop Dogg had the whole cast high as shit the entire movie. <laughs> well, that's not surprising. I mean, if you watch the movie, that is not <laughs> surprising at all. Yeah, well, if you just look at the... If you just watch, simply watch the movie... <laughs> Uh, Moondog at all times has a joint in his hand. Yeah. Like at all times. At all times, he jumps in a pool at one point with a joint in his hand and like, doesn't get the joint wet. Yeah, the joint stays above water. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. He's somehow swimming fully underwater with his hand still above the water. <laughs> Nothing else is uh, some or like dry except for yeah. the joint. He's, He's standing in the pouring rain, smoking a joint. Somehow, still, he saw Snoop yeah, Dogg making out with his wife, and that's how he got over it. He just had to hit a joint underwater a couple times, <laughs> and then he's just like, Come here and dance with me, baby girl. And what was the song they danced to? It was pretty good, it was like Margaritaville or something. Oh, yeah, uh, it was Margaritaville. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's multiple Jimmy, a lot Buffett. of Buffett in this, yeah. Uh... Isn't this movie based off two Jimmy Buffett songs or something? Like I that? know. What do you mean based? The movie inspired, is based inspired. off of two. It's inspired off a couple Jimmy Buffett songs. That's pretty good, but Jimmy Buffett is in this movie. Yeah, he is. Um, we have a former uh, guest of ours, John Moody. He's a big Buffett guy. Really? Yeah. He needs to see this movie. I, I feel like say. the only way to be a big Buffett guy is if your dad was a big Buffett guy. It's like passed down. Generation to generation. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm not even sure if that's the case, but you know him and all of his friends are... Uh, oh, they're all Buffett guys. Yeah. Interesting. I went to a Buffett concert once. Well, I saw uh, Buffett and the Eagles at Coors Field. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> and the Eagles. Yeah. Damn. All the, I mean, yeah, kind of a... The Eagles themselves are kind of makeshift, but this is, this is post... Uh, Glenn Fry 
Oh, it was the Beagles. R.I.P. Yeah. Kind of the, the B, B-side Eagles. But Not still, full still Eagles. a great concert. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's multiple Buffett songs on the on the soundtrack. Oh, for sure. One of which he was dancing fully drenched with his daughter at his wedding. Too. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. The two songs that inspired it are Margaritaville and A Pirate Looks at 40. Oh, yeah. The Pirate Looks at 40. Is, I'm going to add that to the uh, playlist. I don't know that one. How does that one go? It's in the... Uh, What's the gist? It's in, it's in the, movie. the movie. Yeah. There's like three to four songs I'm adding to the playlist. Maybe five. I don't know. Looking Back Texas by Waylon Jennings. Nice. Um, Ride Down the Line by Jerry Rafferty. Nice. Uh, there's a Gordon Lightfoot song. I love Gordon Lightfoot. Sundown. I'm big Gordon Lightfoot guy. Sundown, I believe it's called. Yeah, Sundown. What's going on there? Just a lot of good songs that are uh, a little deep cuts, I would say. Yeah, good shit. I just love his lifestyle. Just living on the boat down in Key West. And then when he has to go to Miami, he just hops on the tiny boat. Yeah. Just goes all the way there in a boat that's like six feet long. Yeah, just drinking and smoking. Yeah. Laying down in the boat. Yeah, just he's laying down. Sitting. Fully horizontal. Yeah. He just shows up to the dock at like a, probably like a $15 million house. Yeah. In a boat that's, that like, looks like it's going to sink. Like you shouldn't even be taking it that far into the ocean. He uh, like gets there and like does a little lap for his wife. And yeah, <laughs> it's so adorable. He was so adorable side. somehow too. Uh, he's very lovable. Yeah, very lovable character. For a fuck up drunk Pulitzer Prize winner. Yeah, he's like very lovable. You know. Yeah. A lot of times in movies you see fuck ups and you're just like, oh my god, I can't stand this guy. This guy's just cringe cringe worthy the whole time. Yeah, you really couldn't fault him because, like, his daughter turned out good. Yeah. She even dumped her shitty husband. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She even made the right decision dumping that limp dick after (laughs) after marrying him. He's like, oh, he's milk-drinking limp dick. (laughs) Moondog just constantly... (laughs) So he can't even dress himself. Constantly using limp dick as an insult. Called him limp dick at his own wedding. Yeah. So good. After pushing a, some random woman into the, in her wheelchair so into, <laughs> he's like, ah, don't worry, that wasn't really my mom. I'm just kidding. No, that's not my mom. <laughs> oh man, I didn't laugh this hard when I was watching the movie, but like, this is one of those movies that, thinking back on it, is pretty funny. I feel like I was laughing pretty. I, I like chuckled, it. but I did, I wasn't getting a laugh like this during maybe because I was by myself. But the crowd in the theater was a little weird. That I, was awkward. Yeah, I felt like I was watching this parent this movie with my parents. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh yeah, um, which is not a movie you want to watch. Because yeah, it's, it's not a good it's not a good uh, movie watching experience like that. But the people in front of us, I remember like. Uh, he was like in a thong riding around on a on a tricycle or something like that. 
with the gas mask dropped to his face with the yeah, bomb attached exactly, to it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And the guy in front of us audibly was just like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. This, like, old, this older, bald gentleman. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. So I don't think, like, how many people did you say left? Six people in, Six in the theater? Six people left. <laughs> left the movie halfway through they were like the younger people too like the four old people in front of us just sat there like they... and and six percent was probably like four forty percent of the theater yeah i would say yeah like there, was there were only three people. people in my theater when i saw it that makes yeah. sense yeah and they were all like older than 60 for sure yeah which is weird yeah well, it was weird I mean, but I imagine when you go to a Jimmy Buffett concert, and by I imagine, I mean, I've been to a Jimmy Buffett concert. It was the same crowd. Have you been to a Snoop Dogg concert? Uh, I have, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. I have not. Yeah. He came to Shoreline. Hmm. Yeah. The two funniest parts for me were uh, Jonah Hill's terrible accent. Oh, my God, dude. He was so oh bad. Oh, my God. God. He was so accent. bad. Jonah Hill was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. so funny. He just made up for That's the fact that he funny. couldn't use the accent by saying fucking every other word. It was so bad. It was losing funny. The accent. Yeah, I was like... Yeah. Yeah, it was an SNL character, not a movie character. It was and like then, if they just asked me to do that's like a fine because he, he was like barely, <laughs> he was like in two sketches worth of uh, the, the movie. So he might not even yeah, be a fine. real person. He's like, like three or like two, three to five minute scenes. <laughs> yeah. Moondog might have just been hallucinating Jonah Hill. That's why. Yeah, he's not even real. <laughs> and Martin Lawrence was hilarious. I was not expecting Martin Lawrence. Oh, the Martin Lawrence scene. <laughs> Yeah, that was Captain Wack. <laughs> Don't shoot. You're going to shoot a dolphin. <laughs> He's dying. <laughs> when he just loses his foot and he's like, man, that dolphin had some big teeth. Oh, not a dolphin. <laughs> he I just still, that was a dolphin. still convinced it's a dolphin. <laughs> How'd he get his foot back? <clears throat> That's what I want to know. Yeah, you'd think the shark would have ate it by then. Yeah, a snack. He just trades him his foot for his hat. Yeah. <laughs> does. Moon dog gets his hat. <laughs> Moon dog, dude. So good. Yeah, it. A lot of it was very surprising. Just like you have a movie with, starring Matthew McConaughey. With Isla Fisher, that's kind of normal. And then you get Snoop Dogg and Jimmy Buffett and Jonah Hill. And, like, it just gets so weird. And uh, what's his face? Who? The kid from the rehab? Martin Lawrence. Zach Efron. Yeah, Zach Efron. Yeah. I, I wanted to be, like, a stoner. I wanted more Zach Efron. He was, like, some meth addict or something. Yeah, he was just an insane person. He was a Christian. But it was just, like... Jesus died for our sins. Oh, yeah. And then just like kept doing whatever he wanted. And just just knocks an old man out with a bottle and steals his cash. And he's it's just okay because like, Jesus already Jesus died for our died. sins. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. Jesus died for this. It was an, a unique take on Christianity. A fresh, a fresh hot take on Christianity. Yeah, I would say very uh, incorrect. <laughs> take. Possibly a little flawed. Hot take. Wrong. Matthew McConaughey just stole that expensive ass boat after they escaped from the rehab. 
outside the wedding. Oh, yeah. They just hop in. He just steals that boat. And then, like, Zach you don't see it for a while. And then he's just driving it again, like, <laughs> like 10 scenes later. Zach Efron so he just kept it. <laughs> Zach Efron tossed the groom into the... <laughs> Into the water. Oh, yeah. It was so funny. I was dying when that <laughs> happened. And that was the second guy that got tossed in the water. The guy playing the tuba, Moondog, just oh, yeah. fucking kicks him 300 style in the chest <laughs> into the water. <laughs> that guy died for sure, dude. How many guys did Moondog kill in this movie? That guy, the car accident. Okay, how about I'm this surprised. one? I'm surprised he didn't kill himself in the uh, firework yeah, the debacle at the end. Or in the plane being flown by a blind guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. How about when he shows up to his daughter's wedding and just pushes some oh, yeah, old that lady one too. in a wheelchair? I just said that. What, were we talking about that? Yeah, we were oh, talking sorry, about it. I was, it wasn't added to the kill count, though. So <laughs> well, you can see her in the background three. crawling around on the ground. She didn't die. Not right Are, away. Is this guy's movies like an alternate universe, practically? Like... Just, like, so absurd. Yeah, like, the, the writing and, like, the shit people say and everyone in the background just acting like it's so, like, normal, normal and shit. Like, yeah. I can't tell if it's just bad or if it's just, like, he's making, like, an extreme I don't like, know. alternate universe. I just assume that's what Florida's actually like. <laughs> well, Florida. Spring Breakers is kind of the same way, too. It's just some crazy-ass shit going on sometimes. Yeah. How many reports of Florida, man, came from Moondog alone? Oh, what? yeah. I'm sure every Florida man uh, <laughs> tosses his groom into the water and steals yeah. his boat. Florida man pushes old lady into house on a wheelchair during his daughter's wedding. <laughs> Florida man sets off fireworks from his boat. Blows up fifty million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Quite quite a bit. It's just great because like it seemed like the whole point of the movie, like the redemption would be that he gets the money. You know, like that's oh, kind of how they set the it up. And he got the money. He just immediately burns it. And did not care. <laughs> and didn't just care. trying to uh, it's make like, No, that wasn't the point. I was thinking about that. Isn't he probably getting, uh, still getting paid though? Oh, for his Pulitzer Prize winning book. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's probably good. And he doesn't really need money. He, yeah. As we saw. But he was, he was always begging people for money. Yeah. When he it came got down it. it. I mean, he had to beg for it, but he was never without it. He always got what he wanted. Yeah. 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 He stayed high. But, which is what he wanted to do. But now, uh, he'll have some money rolling in from oh, for sure. big sales. Royalties. <laughs> Definitely. Book sales of the beach bum. He had already written books. Yeah, he had written that whole stack. Yeah. When the cops were there, he's like, he oh, I wrote all these books. He's like, you probably don't read books, but... And he's like, this one's for you, Alvarez. I wrote this I one re- for you. I wrote this one for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another thing I liked about this movie is that, like, everyone he encountered had, li- like, a little one-liner that, like, they parted ways with each other with. I, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Uh, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like... Uh, like when Zach Efron, when he left Zach Efron, Zach Efron had like some. Oh yeah, he just like puts his hand on his heart and he's like, "Yeah." Like when you think of me, like whatever. He's like like stupid shit. Like the blind pilot even had one, but like <clears throat> every time they like parted ways, there's like some like one liner of uh, yeah guidance or wisdom or something. He had like epically deep connections with everyone that he met. 
he was just on that level where like he connected with every single person he ran across on like a deep level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have yeah. you seen Spring Breakers? No. This is the first uh Harmony Electric movie I'd seen. Harmony Corine. Harmony Harmony Corine. Thank you for the stat correction. Yeah. I think Kids is another good movie that it's kind of like the movie mid 90s apparently. I've only seen I've seen Spring Breakers. I've seen uh, this movie now, obviously. But I've enjoyed them both. But you're right, there are in... Like, Spring Breakers, I feel like, is a little more absurd. It's in a world that is even harder to imagine, I would say. Yeah. Um, I'll check it out. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I didn't hear great things about Spring Breakers. It seemed kind of, like, hacky. But after seeing this, I'm like, oh, I kind of... I think I get this guy's style a little bit. Having seen enough, like, the trailers of Spring Breakers and stuff, that now I want to see it. His cinematography... It's on, it's on Netflix. His cinematography is so good, actually. Like, it's some very of those vibrant. shots are amazing. Yeah, very, very he, vibrant. He chooses really good... Uh, like set locations, like uh, with like really cool colors. Yeah, yeah that make it very interesting colors. to watch. Yeah, there's like a bright pink light. Yeah, even when like Matthew McConaughey is sitting on it, like some old grandstand somewhere, and they're just like painted really bright colors. You know, and he's got like a red typewriter, and he's wearing like a outfit that his sh- Hawaiian shirt match his shorts. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is great. I gotta get me some of those. His Hawaii, or his flame shirt matches yeah. his flame shirt. It's like Guy Fieri outfit he had on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Showed up at his daughter's wedding. That <laughs> I liked when he was super hammered, like after the wedding, wa- walking down the freeway, and you can like kind of hear the cars. Like, but for him, like he just wo- he didn't even care about the cars. Yeah, it doesn't even like, matter laughing. where he is. Yeah, yeah. looks really cool. Yeah. Apparently, this director is like obsessed with uh, street lights and has like thousands of pictures of different street lights in the cities. Just likes the song. What about the song "Street Lights" by Kanye? I'm sure he likes that too. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Probably it's listens a great to song. it while he takes pictures of it. Yeah. I would if I was that into uh, street lights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it would a get, song about it, man. It would go. It would <laughs> go well with taking that song. Would go well with taking pictures yeah, of street lights. It's true. <laughs> Add it to the list. Yeah, I want. Well, <laughs> I also want to add uh, "Every Time" by Britney Spears, but to the playlist. But that's Spring Breakers. Yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah, we didn't review that. I can't do it. Therefore, you cannot. Can't do it. Submit that you cannot. Yeah, street lights. <laughs> no. uh, do you have a number, Nicholas? Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven point one. Oh, that's good. Which is that's a good number. It's a good number. Well, I enjoyed it. I've had I've had fun watching it. I've had fun talking about it. Probably will watch it again because of both of those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I'm not quite as high. I'm, I'm not like a 6.4, though. I think, I don't know. I was getting really bad reviews. And yeah. I, I mean, I, I get it, but it was like, it's good. And driving home from the movie... I, I I gauge a lot. Like I didn't have a number when I was watching it, but as I'm driving home from the movie, I was like, I'm not having fun on this drive home. I just turned on some uh, <laughs> some music that was kind of like uh, I was listening to some LCD sound system. 
<laughs> and just kind of like know. keeping the same kind of funky fun vibe going on as a uh, as during the movie and I just wanted to listen to a had all my windows down, let the let the breeze blow through my hair. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to listen to Luck and Buck Texas by Waylon Jennings a bunch. And that Gordon Lightfoot song. There you go. Yeah, add those to the playlist and pump that shit on the way home for sure. I will. I also added I think last week I added uh <coughs> um I got five on it, but then I also added the uh <laughs> The, the spooky I got five on it oh yeah oh nice um question for you what was the song that uh when Matthew McConaughey and Isla Fisher were dancing on the dock and he's just wearing that like light up yeah, speaker what the heck was what that song, song was that cause I wanted you to add that song you remember that she's like is that all there is yeah yeah oh, is that yeah. all there is yeah. <laughs> I was trying that song to... was sick but I don't know what it is I was trying to look up on IMDB the soundtrack and I couldn't there was none Available. I couldn't find that one, but you're right. I was really into that scene. Yeah, I was super into that scene. And, and it, the way that he matched up the music with the scene was like, it wasn't, per- it was weird because it was, I guess, like conceivably they were listening to the same song like over and over again, like on the drive as they're like heading towards the car crash where Minnie ultimately dies. And while they're dancing on the dock, and like Minnie's like singing along to the song and stuff. Yeah. But the way they cut it was like it was the same parts of the song, but different scenes. It was it was cool. I liked it. Like I I enjoyed that creativity. Uh, and then you just know it's coming because you start seeing headlights yeah. coming straight she's at them. Clearly driving on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus. It's good stuff. I mean, not that same, necessarily the crash, but just the movie in general was, was entertaining. Yeah, it was. It's better than they say, folks. They're they're hating. It's a fun movie. You should go see it with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> take your grandma. Yeah, take your grandma. Yeah. Take, take the young children. She'll be appalled. <laughs> it's quite vulgar. Yeah, it's pretty vulgar. <laughs> Which is, I don't know. I don't know if that's what makes it great, but it makes it it's pretty good. Oops. It's pretty irreverent, I guess you could say. And the thing is, he experienced like almost no consequences. And the consequences he did experience, he didn't uh, he didn't react to them, so they didn't do anything to him. So he never changed, you know. And because he never changed, he won a Pulitzer Prize. So I don't know what that tells you about life. All he needed to do was. But probably like sit be, down be and write. Yourself. Anytime he wrote, it was it was gold. Here's a question, logistical question for you from from the movie. Uh, where was he putting all the papers he was writing? Because he just oh, I thought about that. It, yeah, it was just like in a so <laughs> he like had a trash bag with his typewriter in it. I assume the papers were just getting crumpled up in that it, yeah. like, sack he was keeping his typewriter in. <laughs> and at one point in the rehab, he just throws his typewriter through the window. Yeah, <laughs> then it just that's works. How, that's what gets him out. I want an indestructible typewriter like that. You can probably find one. Yeah, maybe I can. I know a typewriter shop. Oh, that typewriter shop is definitely a front for the mob. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. I know the one. I'm not going to say which one it is, but yeah, they, it's been open for like 30 years and yeah. should be open. They have the exact same typewriters that have been in there since like the 40s. <laughs> I'm sure they'll still sell you one, though. 
Oh, I'm sure they will. Yeah, they'll sell you one. Got an instructor. Keep your name, name though. Yeah. Keep your name and address. Then they'll extort the hell out of you. Remember Probably. the typewriter I sold you, boy? Yeah. Like, we own 50% of everything you write with it. <laughs> this isn't logistical, but is this the best? Is this, like, uh, is there a role more meant for Matthew McConaughey than this? Maybe the Days and Confused role. Oh, yeah, okay. That's a good point. But... His, his first line of the movie is, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> That's what they open the movie with. But also, it's about as Matthew McConaughey as the it first gets. lines of this podcast. And Days of Confused character. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah, no, it was a perfect Matthew McConaughey role. No one else could have played that role, except maybe Jeff Bridges. Uh, Is that like the dude? Possibly, like type of dude possibly Jeff Bridges, and possibly uh, what's his face from the Hungry Games. How about this? Gary Oldman turned down this role. What? Yeah. No, 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 no. So it's Gary not, Oldman. Not a Gary Oldman role. Gary Oldman played uh, the guy from No Country for Old Men, and you know what I'm talking about? Josh Brolin. Not Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Brolin. No, Brolin. the guy. Woody that's, Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Woody. Woody uh, could have played this role. Yeah, he could have. Oh, well, I see. Uh, I see. Who did you say turn it down? Gary Oldman. Yeah, I see him in, uh, like, what was that movie, True Lies? True Romance. True Romance, yeah. That's kind of like a similar he nailed idea that. for that, I would think. He plays kind of a... Have you seen that movie? No. Well, he plays like a... A, a, a drug... like a, Yeah, a, a fake gangster drug dealer, almost. Like a pimp. Yeah. He plays a pimp, huh? But, like, he's got, like, gold teeth and... Really? Gary Oldman? Academy Award winner Gary Oldman? Like, 99% of people who did that role would have just come off super racist. Yeah. But he did it so well. It was just like, that's just who he is. I mean, he's a good actor. He is a hell of an actor. Yeah. So I can see Gary Oldman as this. I guess I gotta give him credit that he could pretty much do anything. Yeah. I just think uh, Woody Harrelson would be a good fit for this if they needed to. This was in the wheelhouse for McConaughey. Yeah, 100%. And we just saw him on a boat in uh, Serenity. Yeah. Which is not a good movie. And we Banging saw him. out girls. <laughs> and, we left and, right. and we saw him in drugs in uh, White Boy Rick. True. Good point. It's, yeah, it's been a hell of a year and a half for McConaughey. So would you say with this no, movie, the Nick, it's the resurgence of the back. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop yeah. you before you go any further. No. For me, he just had one he just had one slip with uh, Serenity and he's back on his game now. For me, he's on he's trending upwards. This is the purest with this. of McConaughey. This is just unfiltered McConaughey. I think it was down. It was down until you got to White Boy Rick, then it was slightly back up, then down again uh, for Serenity, and then back up up to where it was for White Boy Rick. Uh, See, I think he's above that. I think we're back in the McConaughey's territory. I have to to plot this out on a graph, of course. Maybe Uh, maybe the statistician can You're comparing these movies to things like Wolf of Wall Street and... 
I am not comparing. No, Michael is. That's the uh, reconnaissance caliber shit. Uh, yeah. Dallas Buyers Club. Like these movies don't touch those movies. Yeah. True Detective season one. Yeah. Mud. I didn't see that. I didn't see it, but I've heard it's oh, part I of reconnaissance. Saw it. it is one hundred percent reconnaissance. <laughs> yeah, mud was good. Yeah. I think the only thing I haven't seen is the first season of True Detective or whatever you just said. That's the only McConaughey you haven't seen? Yeah. I doubt it, but... I don't know, man. I'm pretty big. I saw Mud. <laughs> so... You did see Mud. Yeah. He was in a movie with Woody Harrelson called Surfer, dude. <laughs> what? Wasn't that Woody? Are they making out yeah. right now? 2008. So maybe that's the movie you want to watch. Right uh-huh. in his wheelhouse, like you said. <laughs> did you ever see Gold? I think I'll skip it. <laughs> but did you see Gold? I think I'll skip it. Uh, I did you not saw, ever see Gold. You gotta see Mud and Gold if you want to call yourself a McConaughey guy. I don't necessarily want to call myself a McConaughey guy. <laughs> I mean, if you want to judge the McConaissance, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I just watched Two for the Money, which is him and Al Pacino watching uh, sports gambling. Like a sports gambling hotline for people. And you liked it, right? I liked it because Al, pa- it's Al Pacino is just so good. It's pretty Matthew McConaughey. Like, he's just like, you know, all the chicks love him. It's like this movie, except everyone was on coke on set, I think. Like Jeremy Piven. Oh, for sure. Uh, everyone just seemed a little coked up almost in every scene. What was that movie? Like Aces High or something like that? Hold on, I just need to be, launch. Need to be very clear yeah, on uh, Jeremy Piven and like uh, when the McConaughey is. I would say, oh, smoking aces. <laughs> yeah. That was like the the epitome of like uh, coked up Jeremy Piven, right there. Yeah, <laughs> he just locked himself in a bathroom, waiting to die. Doing Scarface amounts of coke. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying the McConaughey started with Bernie in 2011. Bernie, oh Tropic shit! Tropic Thunder, and then uh, no, I did like Bernie. I did like Tropic, Tropic yeah. Thunder, but Surfer Dude, right? After. Yeah, Surfer Dude, right after <laughs> kind of killed that for me, <laughs> and then Ghost of Girlfriends passed right after that. So, um, what did I say? It was Bernie. Yeah, Bernie, and then finishing with True Detective season one. What about Free State of Bones? I don't know, I haven't seen it. But <laughs> Free State of Bones? <laughs> I don't think it's very good. Sounds good. It sounds good. The Dark Tower was a movie and it came out. People it, watched it. It was a movie that some yeah, people Idris watched. Idris Elba, <laughs> Elba, right? Forgot about that. 2017, I think we chose not to do that. Yeah, early, we did. Early, uh... It's based on a Stephen King novel. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here at Quad M, we, we've been known to be at the forefront of... Uh... <laughs> Which movies not to watch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were at the forefront of not watching movies. Did anyone tell you, oh man, you gotta go watch Elite Battle Angel? Dude. Oh, yeah. No, they didn't. I watched it, I'll oh, tell yeah. you. I watched a real, real Korean rip of it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Why? I was just at a bud's house and they had it on in the background. I didn't like sit down. You and didn't watch rip it yourself. No, yeah. it, was te- it was terrible. You made it seem like you were in your room ripping it from Korea. No, no, I don't do that shit. Directly from North Korea. No, I'm a proud AMC A-list member. <laughs> I pay for my movies. Yeah, 
You could have gotten Santa and Dolby. Yeah, I pay for Hulu. I pay for HBO. I pay for Netflix. Look at you. Yeah. A uh, true I pay for Amazon movie Prime. going here. Yeah, I, I pay say. for Amazon Prime. I buy that shit. I like to stay up on things and stay within the limits of the law. Well, Michael, is there anything else you want to talk about the beach bum? No, uh, just go see it. Good vibes. What? I said just go see it. Good vibes. Oh yeah, I've I've been telling people to go see it. Yeah, but like especially people who like Jimmy Buffett. I'm gonna yeah. start. I'm gonna start reaching out to my Snoop Dogg people and yeah, telling nice. them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's a Snoop Lion van in it. The Rasta van. Oh yeah. It says Snoop Lion. They're just loading stuff. pounds of weed into it. Yeah. Just all for Van Dyke. I didn't realize at the time I thought like people were going with him. I thought him. they were all going together. <laughs> yeah. This is just him. <laughs> yeah, funny stuff. I like how he just sticks with the dresses too. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that. But, <laughs> just, uh, Snoop's like, yeah, you gotta wear a dress so like nobody recognizes you or whatever. And then he just would never stop <laughs> he just wearing. Keeps wearing them until his women's clothes. Surprise acceptance speech. He's still wearing a dress. <laughs> <laughs> The only problem is, I think dudes are going to start coming on to me. I look good. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Um, McConaughey's next movie is a Guy Ritchie movie called Bush. Oh, is Guy Ritchie back? I can't remember. Uh, I would say no. Cause, uh, oh, yeah, he was back because he did Sherlock, and that was good. And that Sherlock was after movies. he fell off with... Uh, Your favorite movie. The fucking last movie I walked out of. Rock and theaters, rocked and rock and roll. He's making Aladdin. Oh, that's right. He's making Aladdin. I knew wow. there was something big. Yeah. Which looks good. Aladdin comes be out fair. before this McConaughey uh, Guy Ritchie joint. Is McConaughey in Aladdin? Is McConaughey no. Aladdin? No. To both. Is he Jafar? No. Alright. That's enough questions out of me. Uh, do we have any other segments we're getting to? Uh, I got uh, a recommendations segment. Yeah, yeah. I don't have anything prepared, so I hope not. Yeah, I saw a movie recently that I liked. I don't remember what it was, but I recommend you go see it. Okay. If you can find I it. I will, thank you. <laughs> uh, we'll get to next week. <clears throat> Sweet. Wait, did you have a number? Oh, you gave it like a 6.4. 6. 6.4. 6. 4. Yeah. Out, out of 10. Yeah. Of course. Next week? Should we get to next week? <laughs> Let's do it. You dig next week we're seeing Dumbo. Oh, Can you believe fuck, it? Fuck, really? Yeah. Uh, I don't even want to see that. Oh, I do. It's great. It's too bad. I don't I don't really want to see it either. But <laughs> I uh I've seen <laughs> I would say 90% of Tim Burton movies at this point. Yeah. And can't stop now, I guess. I mean, not much. There's two things that bother me a lot. One of them is when a main character is entirely CGI. That shit's annoying. And another one is when Tim Burton directs a movie. That shit's also annoying. Dumbo doesn't talk, though. Like, it's not, he's not talking. Um, yeah, but he's just going to be some cartoon elephant with big eyes. He's just cute. Yeah. He's not cute. It's what? creepy. He's a freak. It's creepy. He's a freak. No, it's cute. So cute. Do you think uh, they'll bring back the racist crows? Let me give you a quick review on 
Tim Burton movies? Yeah, I'd like sure. to know your percentage of what you like. <laughs> they're not very good. Yeah, they're, they're not very How many good. do you like, though? Uh, I'd like to get into that more next week. Okay. Like, people love them, but they suck. People love them, and a lot of them are very too extremely bad. He, yeah. They're very, like, A couple of them stylistic. are very good, and I'll talk about those next yeah, week. I guess you're right. He does have some winners. <laughs> like the Corpse Bride. No, I haven't seen that one, but... Oh, I've seen it a couple uh, times. It, I think it leaves HBO today. It's, or it's one of those ones that, like, I the appreciate munchers, because For the munchers, don't even try. Yeah, I'm talking about yesterday. Yeah. I just I love that it's claymation, but then I just, like, hate everything else about it. <laughs> I appreciate how much work you put into it, and I'm like, but can you not be just such a fucking weirdo and just make a good movie? I went through... Like a good story? Here, I mean, I'll talk about this briefly, but I went through all of Tim Burton's movies up until like 2010 or 2012 or oh, something wow. like that. Well, we like so Tim Burton's So I have Batman. a lot of deaths and I didn't really like any of them. Not even Tim Burton's Batman? I'll talk about it next week. Alright. So I don't want to get into it briefly. Right, that was uh, for this movie, Jumbo, um, I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. Oh, I'm going to give it a 3 out of 10. I think I'm going to hate it and hate my life while I'm watching it. Yeah, I'm going to make sure I see it in Dolby. Yeah, to bring me my, with you. Just let, get me, myself let me know when you're gone, because I don't want to see this by myself. It's it's one of those ones I probably wouldn't see by myself. And then I'll have to come onto the podcast and pretend like I saw it. I won't have seen it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can just watch the old one. You'll get it. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I, I'll probably do that before uh, we do the podcast as well. Go back and watch the original. I mean, the original's good. It's sad as shit, but it's good. You know? Uh, yeah. It was back in those depressing Disney era, you know? Yeah. Animals getting chopped. Yeah, dude. Chopped and screwed up. All right. Well, Munchers, join us next week when we see... Dumbo. The Disney movie Dumbo reimagined by Tim Burton <laughs> yeah thanks for munching I'm Nick Owen I'm Michael Brown we'll see ya